Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 boys and girls, to Real Film Nerds, episode number 281, the one where we record early because Mike is going on vacation number 752. Now, he says it's a vacation, but I know the truth. He works for MI6. He's secretly 0069. He's going on a mission. He's got to take someone out, but you didn't hear it from me. All right? So everybody just keep that quiet. He didn't hear this. He doesn't know that I know the truth. All right, here we go. Let me let me bring him into the Skype. Welcome, Mysterious Mike Talent. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm wonderful. Yeah, yeah. How's uh, you looking forward to this upcoming vacation? I am looking forward to the upcoming vacation. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I don't know a lot of people that vacation in Ukraine right now, but hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Well, the rates were really cheap, Matt. So that's why I was just, you know, when you can get a hotel for like, they're like, you can stay here for free. You go. Yeah. And I mean, I heard, you know, Southwest doesn't even slow down. They just kind of go right over and throw you out the out the door with a parachute. Well, there's some flight restrictions. So they do, they get you close. They take you to like Poland and then they, they give you a map. So, Mike, how does it feel to be a member of MI6 and the real-life Liam Nielsen? Uh, pretty good, Matt. Pretty good. 0069? Uh, no, 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 no. I have a, I have a different uh, agent number, but uh, I, mean, I won't go into that right now, Matt. Okay, all right. I don't want to get you in trouble, Mike. And I don't want a black van to show up outside my house and disappear me. So we'll just keep it quiet. We'll just keep it quiet. So Real Film Nerds episode number 281, we're talking about Jordan Peele's latest horror movie, thriller, mystery. Um, I'm going to go with a thriller. I don't think it's quite horror, but I guess it is in some respects. Um, Nope. One of those words that uh, I use frequently, you know. Do I need to go to the bathroom? Nope. Do I need another drink? Yes. But she said nope. The bartender. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so all right mike why why don't you go ahead and give us a rundown for your favorite genre of film horror for the film nope all right man i'm not sure if this is quite a horror movie either but uh let's just say that it's a horror thriller movie and uh all right i'm talking about nope all right this is written directed by jordan peele and starring daniel kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, Brandon Perea, Michael Win- Wincott, and Stephen Young. And the movie is about the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. All right, Mike. Good job. Good job. You got most of the names right. Good job. So, all right. Um, this is kind of your world, man. This isn't so much mine. I mean, it's... Uh, not to spoil it, I think everybody's seen the trailers by now, but it is a sci-fi film. We'll go sci-fi, thriller, horror. Uh, I love sci-fi stuff. So, Mike, but horror's your thing, so go for it. You start. 
All right, Matt. Yeah, uh, I didn't know what to expect from this movie because the trailers are kind of uh, vague on purpose, and uh, I like that. So I was very intrigued to see what this movie is about. Uh, Jordan Peele's last few movies have have been uh, interesting as well, and so uh, I wasn't sure quite what was going to happen with this one, but it... Uh, it was uh, entertaining and it was it was it was different and uh, I really liked it. I I don't want to get into any kind of spoilers yet, Matt, but I I don't know how horror it was. I guess there's elements of horror in this, like you said, but it to me it wasn't really that scary. There was only one scene that was a little bit kind of creepy to me, like real creepy, and it was actually kind of misdirection. So a- anyway. Um, I don't know, Matt, do you, you, you obviously don't get the horror vibes from this, do you? Not really. There's elements of a horror film in it. There's uh gore, there's, um, sneaking around. There's some jump scares, not like big time jump scares, but there's a handful of them. I definitely see the horror elements of it, but in my opinion, this movie is not a horror film. I would call it a sci-fi thriller and I think it was very successful. Yeah, I think this is a movie that you need to see in the theaters to get the full immersion experience of this. Uh, I feel like the sound of this movie is very important. Um, so I would definitely recommend, if you do want to see this movie, to check it out in the theaters while it's there. So, okay, Mike, before we get going too far, we've teased it a little bit, we've promoted it, we've talked about it, but it's officially here, Mike. We have another giveaway from our friends over at Paramount Pictures. All right. All right. What do we got this time, Matt? So, Mike, we are giving away several Blu-ray copies of Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum's latest, The Lost City. Mike, I know you saw this film. What do you think of it? Oh, yeah. No, it it was great. That was a great movie. It It was fun. It was entertaining. Um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's a romantic comedy, but it was, it was good. It was, his venture it had, um, you know, Brad Pitt in it. It was a good movie. I liked it a lot. I saw it as well. I think it was absolutely hilarious. I love Sandra Bullock. Uh, Channing Tatum was very good as well. Uh, but Brad Pitt was the uh, surprise for me. I didn't even realize he was in this film until I watched it, but that was a lot of fun. So, um, We'll take our opinions out because we are not reviewing this film. We are giving it away. But your two hosts really enjoy this film. We'll just leave it at that. So, Mike, here is what our listeners need to do to be entered in a drawing to win a copy of this film. I think it's a pretty good one. I thought about it a little bit. Historically, there are several lost cities in the world or that have been talked about. Mike? I think what our listeners need to do is email us if a lost city that uh, could be found today, which lost city would they want to find on Earth? Oh, man. That's a great question, Matt. Good job. I know it's kind of complicated, but, you know, I, I think it's fun. There's there's a lot of them. So go ahead and email us, nerds at realfilmnerds.com. And that's R E E L. 
for those of you who uh, are listening for the first time. So, all right, let me get down to the business. Like I said, thanks to our good friends at Paramount Pictures. Own The Lost City on Blu-ray today. The hilarious adventure starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum will take you on a thrill ride through the jungle to survive the elements and find an ancient treasure before it's lost forever. Critics are calling it nonstop fun. Bring the adventure home today and get over 50 minutes of bonus content, including deleted scenes, cast interviews, and much more. Lost City is rated PG-13, and again, it's from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures. Dude, they, they really do take care of us. I, I like, I'm not using the word friends you know, lightly. They really do help us out, promote our podcast while we promote their films. I think it's great. So there you go. You know what you need to do, people. Email myself, Mike, or Nerds. Nerds is probably the easiest because it goes to both of us. On with the program. Mike, do your thing. Uh- All right, Matt. So since this movie is a little bit difficult to talk about, I think think I'm just going to start in and ask you, what are you drinking this fine morning, Matt? (sighs) You know, my typical morning beer, I am drinking a Dos Equis Amber. Nice, dude. That goes good with your cereal. You know... Nothing is better than a good old-fashioned bowl of Cap'n Crunch with crunch berries, Dos Equis Amber, an orange, and some sausages. It's delicious. That does sound like a good meal, Matt. Although, you know what I really should do? I should go to Taco Bell and get a couple of the Snossage uh, breakfast burritos that are like a buck, buck and a quarter. Then it would go perfect with my Dos Equis Amber. Oh, yeah, it would, dude. All right. What, uh, what breakfast beer are you drinking, Mike? Oh, you know me and the IPAs. Yeah, is it a uh, is it a sweet IPA to go with your uh, Fruit Loops? No, no, no. It's a Sierra Nevada uh, Torpedo. Torpedo, not a Bigfoot. Is Bigfoot an IPA? No, Bigfoot's a stout. It's a stout. I don't remember. It's been so long since I had. Oh a no, no. It's a it's a it's a barley wine. That's barley wine. Barley wine. Okay. See, you're the you're the 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 drinker with the mostest, so you would know these things. Yeah, I've had a few. I just buy Miller High Life and Dos Equis for the podcast. So, anyways, all right, Mike. Well, well, good job on your breakfast uh, beers. Let me get on with uh, your favorite segment, Mike. Um, I hope you have a really good dad joke for this really good film that we are reviewing. I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Oh, you know, I, I should have one that's, like, themed for this movie, but... I think you should. I, you know, it might take a... I doubt, I doubt they're alphabetized in your book, though. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Or categorized. Not alphabetized. Categorized. So you, it's more like, here's a random joke here. Here's a random joke there. Well, I I I uh, I kind of want to do this one, Matt, but it's Star Wars related. You do you, Mike. You do you. All right. What did the food critic say about the Wookiee steak? Dude, I I what? It's delicious. I don't know. It was a little chewy. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Wookiee steak that's chewy. <laughs> At least they didn't say it was Yoda. 
Because Yoda's not a Wookiee. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my. That, you just wanted to do that to spite me. I know you. Is that hurting you on the inside? Like, a lot of ways? You're like, first off, I don't like these dad jokes. And then it's Star Wars. Like, man. And I relate to Chewbacca the most because we're both giants and we're both very hairy. Although he weighs probably less than I do. So, but yeah, I relate. I relate to Chewbacca. I don't think anybody else does in the world, except for other tall people, tall and fat people. But you know, maybe dogs. All right. Okay. Fine, Mike. I'll get on with it. You're rubbing your eyes because you're ready to go to sleep, even though you just woke up and are drinking your breakfast beer, Mike. Um. This should be a really easy one, but how does Jordan Peele's nope relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Um, yeah, Matt, it, it, it is an easy one. Um, so our star of the movie, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, was in uh, Jordan Peele's first movie, Get Out. And uh, he was also in Black Panther. Very good, Mike. Very good. That's that's a doesn't get too much easier than that. Yeah. So um, this this was a pretty easy one, and uh, that's good because uh, you know sometimes these these movies we're watching and it's a little bit tricky, but this one was pretty easy. So. Uh, Matt, I guess with that, we can, we can open it up to spoilers a little bit. Uh, first off, Matt, before we get into spoilers, what do you think Nope's like is like, why is the movie called Nope? Because that's what everyone keeps saying when they see the, we're in spoilers. I guess I can say alien UFO creature. Oh, okay. That's why everybody sees it and go, Nope. And turn around. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I was just wondering. Like Maggie asked me, "Why is the movie called Nope?" I'm like, "I don't know." Because yeah, Even after I watched it, you're not messing around with that shit. I'm turning around and running away. Okay. Um. Yeah th- this this movie was uh you know. I don't know. I feel like the sound design was really cool for this movie, Matt. What did you think of that? Oh yeah, dude. The sound design, especially when the flying saucer alien creatures around uh it adds a lot or even when just like he's um having digestive problems swallowing people's keys <laughs> and nickels and quarters and other things uh just the sounds of the metal hitting the ground and stuff or um when they're in the house and you don't see the creature flying around and the house is shuddering and you can hear him outside it's Sound is a very, very big deal in this film. Yeah, I felt this, it was really well done, too. I, I, I liked how it was used and incorporated for for the, the movie. Um, and then, Matt, you, you alluded to this uh, being an extraterrestrial type thing. What did you think about how they did it, I guess, Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say that yet. Did you what? know what I'm talking about? Uh, the ship thing. Like how it's not really a ship. Oh, dude, I already spoiled that. 
Oh, you did? When did you do that? I said it earlier. I said UFO alien thingy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a ship. It's a creature. The yeah, ship I... is an alien. Like, it's just a flying saucer alien, which I thought was genius. I never thought of doing something like that. Yeah, no, that was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, and then the, the, the hole it opens up is its mouth sucking everything up. Or some other orifice of its body. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, I don't know. It could have been both the mouth and the butt. Yeah. I'm not sure. Things come in, things go out, things get stuck. Could be either one. Maybe both. Yeah. Um uh, what did you think of the there's there's a scene in the movie that I felt kind of helped uh I guess demonstrate the animals are um Instinctive? Sometimes uh, un- unpredictable and, and uh, can do different things. Like, there's a scene in this movie with the when they're on set with the horse and everyone keeps messing with its uh, hindquarters and he keeps telling people. They don't mess with its hindquarters. They keep walking behind it. And that's like the number one rule to do with any large four-legged creature is not to walk behind it. Yeah. So they walk behind it and then they're doing something where it, it sees itself like some sort of lighting. I don't know. What the heck? Do you know what that thing was? I don't know. It was some kind of microphone or boom sensor or something, but it was very shiny. And he turns it to mirror it on itself and it freaked out. Yeah. And then later on in the movie, about, I think, what, about half, half, well, no, probably like in the third act, roughly, the, the, um, chimpanzee scene like the well, like the full scene yeah the full scene because it was the very opening scene as well but yeah you see the full scene and then that leads into um almost a metaphor for the whole film where the alien being a creature being taken advantage of financially with steven yoon's character later with the alien so the chimp was being taken advantage of that way until it snapped and you know, tore off his co-host's face, which we see her. That's I was always wondering what that cre- that person was in the trailers. You know, she had the veil over her face. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was like a burn victim or something, and they just had it in there for the scary factor. And then you sit down, and they explain everything through it, and it's way more fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Well, the thing that is uh, I thought it was uh, explaining and and yeah, I guess it could work as a metaphor for the the movie as well. Was that animals though are, you know, we don't always know how everything works, right? And like in this particular episode of this show with this monkey uh, or chimpanzee, I guess it's probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I it's get, a chimp. Yeah, it's yeah, not a monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Chimpanzee. Uh, they were doing some stuff with balloons and stuff and like, you know, you, you, without training animals for some of these kind of weird stimuli and stuff, like they might, we, we just don't know what they're going to do, you know, like in the movie, uh, the incredible, fl- uh, oh shoot, how does, how does he say it? Incredible, f- uh, twirly flippy guy. No, damn it. The wacky waving arm flailing balloon mans from yeah. family guy yeah 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 uh i screwed that up but anyway 
It's okay, Mike. Uh, in the movie, you even see that that uh, they check to see if the horse will react against that before they even like try and do anything with those. Right. Well, and if you see later afterwards, the um, scene in the beginning with the horse with the uh, reflective ball thing. Yeah. Later on, uh, he's at the ranch and he has something he made similar to that and tries to train the horse not to react to it. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, I did see that he was trying to make one. Yeah. Um, but I didn't catch him uh, showing it to the horse. But, like, you're trying to desensitize or at least, like, let him see it kind of ahead of time. And, like, I feel like they didn't do that in that chimpanzee scene. No, and, like, no. The balloon's popping? Hell no. That's why it lost mm-hmm. its shit and tore people's faces off and murdered people. Yeah. Yes. Now, the <laughs> alien... Now, I mean, it's kind of a metaphor for the alien... But the alien's just hungry. Well, but with the turned, alien... Yeah, he turned on people instead of eating horses still. Yeah, but, well, the, so the alien, I think part of the reason uh, stuff happened was he was eating horses, right? And he was all cool with that, I guess. I don't know. And, and Well, he ate some people, too, because in the beginning of the yeah. movie, Matt, well, I don't know if nickels and caught... keys and shit falling out of the sky. So he, he clearly ate some people. Or he ate something that people related. Well, right in the very beginning, after, um, was that after the hor- after? Well, anyway, you hear on the radio that, yeah, that was while they were uh, outside before the stuff started raining out of the sky. Yeah, before his dad died. Yeah, yeah. You hear on the radio that they said that three campers were missing. Oh. Or something. Three hikers. I think three hikers. Oh. And they were looking for him. And I'm like, oh. Okay. That's that probably makes sense has- then. Okay. I got it now. No, I didn't put two and two together on that. Good job, Mike. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I feel like the alien um, got a little bit pissed at them specifically when they left out the bait and it was really just that fake horse with the with the streamer on it or whatever yeah the metal horse yeah oh yeah he didn't yeah. like that no no he didn't like that so like that i think kind of earmarked them to like oh well shit's on now guys well but the the bigger i think the bigger thing wasn't so much the horse it was the fact that the streamer got stuck in his equivalent of an esophagus it was choking on it. If you notice, yeah. every single time you saw them, the streamer was hanging down from his butt mouth hole. Yeah, yeah. And then a, a, another thing, I guess this was a little bit uh, creepy in the movie and, and testament to the cool sound design was when all the people were up in there, you could still hear them for a while and like they were screaming oh dude i i that one scene i was i went and saw it with my buddy when they were getting sucked up in there i swear to god yeah. i think that was the horse wasn't it up there not the metal horse like a horse he ate earlier like ghost oh okay yeah and i think the people were being squished next to the horse okay as they, they might were have slowly been, being digested very much yeah. star wars like <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that was kind of a crazy scene when they were all like over the house like uh when the thing was over the house and then all the stuff started raining down and like the mute the sounds like the the people were silenced 
Oh, are you talking? So you're talking much farther down the film when they're trying to, yeah, when all the blood and stuff. Yeah. Like the more horror esque. Yeah. And they he spit the uh, fake horse out on into his car. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good scene. That was a good scene. Yeah. So I I don't know. Um, but yeah, I thought it was brilliant to do the thing with the wacky inflatable guys or whatever the yeah because they could strategically put him wherever to see where he's at because something that the creature does causes all electricity to stop wherever he is so then they could tell where he is other than trying to guess with the cloud yeah which i still don't understand like was he living in the clouds or does he make a cloud i'm guessing no i think it was i think he made the cloud dude i think he was that was his uh, disguise yeah yeah um mike so we're trying to be critics, I guess, so we should probably talk about the more movie stuff. Acting, very good. Oh, yeah. No, the acting was awesome. Absolutely fantastic. What about the uh, cinematography, Michael? Um, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was uh, fine. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't think this movie was uh, anything special with cinematography, but it was nice. I beg to differ. Oh yeah, it's more technical than it is visually appealing. But those night shots to get them to be so visible—that took a feat, man. Mm. Especially with the clouds and everything. Think about that. Oh yeah, photographing no. clouds at night yeah. with no moon, yeah. no nothing. So it's subtle, but the technical prowess to do those night shots, especially repeatedly over and over, I think. I think sets it apart. All right. You're right, man. Those are tough. But yeah, as far as like cool shots or colors or whatever, kind of like last night in Soho kind of stuff like last week. No, it's not pretty or anything like that. It's just technically pretty. How's that? Nice, man. I like it. And what tech pretty. What about all the uh, shout outs, Mike? Like, you know, he's wearing a uh, sweater that says Scorpion King. Oh, I thought that was cool. I was really wondering if that was a real like prop or something that they got a hold of from somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. Oh, dude, I'm sure it probably is because I mean, you know, I'm sure they provide stuff like that for crew, and that that's another thing you know that this this film is very much a, a shout out to or an honoring or a elevating is the people that work behind the scenes to make films. I mean, you never see the crew you never see you know the cinematography you don't see the the guy that the animal trainer you don't see the grip you don't see all those other you know um very integral technical parts of a film you only ever really see the actors and so this is almost kind of like a love letter elevating their jobs to the mainstream and letting people know about it in a way in a way in a way yeah yeah i really did like the character the uh cinematographer character um, he was interesting. The only thing that seemed just a little bad shit was at the end there when he just kind of ran up the hill. I'm like, what? Yeah. He was just like, fuck it. I'm going to get eaten by an alien. Cause I want to get a picture of it. Really? Yeah. That seemed a little weird, but you know. Oh, and not to make it predictable, but, uh, not to say it was predictable, but totally when they were like, oh, he's going to use a camera that doesn't use electricity. Yeah, no shit. How do you think film was shot for a very long time? 
Yeah, Matt, but they got to do it for the younger people. I know. I know. Ugh. Anyways. Okay, Mike. So I don't know. Is it your pick next week or is it my pick? I, I, I don't know. I can't tell because I picked last night in Soho. We know both know we are going to do nope. So I think technically it's your decision on what we're going to watch next week. All right, Matt. Well, I think I'm going to go with the new Netflix original movie, The Gray, Gray Man. Oh, great. You mean the one that stars Marvel Cinematic Universe's Captain America? Uh, that would not be why I picked it, Matt. Uh-huh. Whatever, cheater. <laughs> it's because I wanted to see Hey Girl Guy doing stuff. Dude, uh, it, it's getting some good, pretty strong, positive reviews. It's a, it's a career. Maybe it's a career choice for you, Mike. It it, it, go, it talks about your career being a spy. Yes, yes. And Matt, if there wasn't one easy uh, link from Captain America, there's also the Russo brothers who directed it, who may have directed some other Marvel movies. I don't know. They did direct the small ones, right? Nothing big. Yes, the little things. <laughs> yeah, like 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 yeah, the Winter Soldier and the Avengers: Infinity War. It, just small ones, yeah, though. Yeah, the little ones, the ones nobody went and saw, the ones that didn't set any kind of records. But all right, Mike. Okay, so next week we're gonna stay home. We should have flip flopped it, but oh well. I wanted to see Nope when it came out. I think it was worth it. But uh, well, you can watch The Gray Man on your fifth vacation of the year. Yeah, I'll I'll try to, uh, Matt, but I think I'm actually just going to be vacationing, so probably not much streaming, not much uh, sitting around, more active uh, activities, things like that. No, I'm not talking about your fourth vacation. That's this one that you're leaving on. I'm talking about your fifth, the one after this one, the one where you go to Nicaragua. Oh, yes, yes, that one. No, we don't talk about that one. Well, yeah, I mean, Mike, we don't, we're not supposed to talk about any of your vacations because they're really assassin missions, but, you know, you're 0069. Remember? It's only been 30 minutes. You already forgot your 0069. I love it. It's 0069, huh, man? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Double uh, 69. <laughs> yeah. This is my middle name, Austin Powers. If you want it to be. <laughs> I, I think you're much much more akin to a gold member. Oh, nice. Nice, man. Okay. Well. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Fine. I'll stop fucking around. I'm just trying to make you laugh and keep you awake. Jesus, Mike, drink some more of your breakfast beer. It's true. I need to get some of that 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 turbo like coffee beverage. Get the uh, Death Wish. Something. Death Wish coffee. Yeah, that's it. Death Wish, yeah. Yeah. That's some good shit. That's some brutal, brutal coffee. But anyways, all right. So uh, don't forget to enter our uh, giveaway. Uh, We're going to watch The Gray Man. So chat with us about that. Uh, And then we can get on to, Mike, how many reels do you give? Nope. Uh, So I really like this movie. So I'm going to give this one uh, four and a half reels. Son of a bitch. I also give it four and a half reels. Oh, interesting, man. Interesting, man. Yeah, no, th- this was fun. I-, I love the original idea of the movie. Um, It's not quite a horror movie, though, Matt. Like, I know it's a ho- like a horror movie in July, but it's not really a horror movie. You want to know why I brought it down half a reel, Mike? Can you, te- can you predict why? 
It's easy. Is that the end? The the very end? Uh-huh. Uh the fucking goddamn stupid well camera. Oh, There's no yeah. way in hell she would have made or they would have had a Polaroid like that in a fucking well at a fucking theme park. No way. Uh-uh. That was a really high-end Polaroid camera with a really nice lens. There's no fucking way. That's bullshit. You heard it here first. Bullshit. So that is why it went down a full half a reel because that's bullshit. Man, I was going to say, even if it did they get, did get a picture, it wouldn't have been clear. Like, I mean, like it was set for focus to be on the people looking at the well. Yeah. Not like... Not, 6,000 feet in the air. Right, not 1,000 feet in the air or however high it was flying. But again, moral of the story of this film, never go anywhere without a Macy's Day Parade balloon because it is an alien killer. That shit was fucking <laughs> great. I don't know how it, how it played out in your theater. My theater was completely silent except for me and my buddy who just started laughing when that <laughs> son of a bitch exploded. Oh my God, that was so funny. I was like, uh, to me, I was like, was that enough to kill it? Like, that seems like too easy. It ate a goddamn balloon and blew up on the inside. I think that's pretty damn good. <laughs> I know, but it seemed like it was too easy. Like, um, but maybe it's, uh, you know, Matt, th- now that you said that, it, it it's kind of reminding me of Jaws. Yeah, it very much is Jaws. Very much. It's a creature. It swallowed something and fucking blew up. Nobody shot it. It just, you know, yeah, it would totally is fucking Jaws. Sky Jaws. Air Jaws. Sky Jaws. Air, no, Air Jaws. No. I know. That's that Discovery program. Fine. We'll go with Sky Jaws. Sky Jaws. Air, no, I already said Air Jaws. Yeah, Sky Jaws. Sky Jaws. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's it, Mike, unless you have anything else you would like to add about sky jaws <laughs> uh no that this was fun uh nope was a uh, a great movie to watch in the theater and uh this is the kind of movie that i hope does well because it's very creative and it's just such a different line of thinking like jordan peele's definitely got something going on he's he's definitely doing things his own way and like it's great to see original ideas coming out man like we get so many sequels and stuff and this is awesome i was just gonna say the same thing it's about damn time that people embrace original ideas and people are bringing it out i mean it's it's fantastic having stuff like this i don't care if the movie was great or not just the pure and simple fact that it was original idea Yes, it had lots of homages and callbacks to other famous films and things, but it was an original idea. It is not a superhero movie. It is not from a comic book. This is all Jordan Peele, and I love it. I hope he does not stop. I don't give a shit if it's a horror movie, a kid's movie, a cartoon, whatever. His three films to date have been great, all original. Some are better than others. I would say this with confidence. Out of the three films he's done, this is my favorite by far. I would say Get Out is my second favorite. I would say Us is the one that's more lackluster for me personally. 
but I have enjoyed every single piece of cinema that he has put out. I don't want him to stop. If he keeps doing it, I will keep going and seeing him. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's great. I think he's just on a roll, man. I think he's just going to keep on going. Like It's it's cool to see uh, just these new ideas, new stuff, like original. Yeah. Awesome. I just want to support someone actually being creative and using their head instead of just buying an IP and ripping it off or whatever. Love it. Anyways. Okay, I'll shut up. All right, Matt. Well, on that note, everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, you know, enter our, enter our trivia uh, question or uh, question about what Lost City um, you would like to see come back for the Lost City DVD giveaway. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Go out there, see a movie, or stream a movie. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Welcome, Matt. Wow. Matt, Hi, Lisa. Matt and Wow, that the was a terrible intro. Filmers podcast in studio on Magic 99.1. Oh, you have to say that was funny. You walked into the building. That and was both amazing. Denise and Dave go, welcome, Matt. You know, like, welcome, Matt, like, outside of your door that you rub your feet on. See, I don't think of that <laughs> because... That's just who I am, and that's how people are. They rub their feet all over me constantly. Yeah, I can only imagine. So you were just going to tell me something about trivia, the well, five-second no, rule. Well, no, you were saying, yeah, there was something about your caller earlier was saying about it being gross and a yeah. steak. On, yeah. my, in the Hinshaw family, we have a motto of floor spice makes everything nice. <laughs> floor spice. So what's the longest you'll let something sit on the floor before you'll eat it? Um, if it starts getting a little fuzz on it, I'll, I won't pick it up. <laughs> if you pick it up and there's fuzz on it, you won't yeah, eat it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, like like green fuzz. Yeah. Like it's been sitting on the floor for a couple days. <laughs> oh, that kind of fuzz. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Carpet fuzz doesn't bother you. No, that's, no. That's kind of the spice that makes it nice. Right. That adds a little bit of, okay. you know, it's a little texture. All right. Yeah. I'm not, flavor. I'm, I can't say I'm surprised by this. I'm just saying. <laughs> we don't waste it, my family. Look at me. Come on. Jeez. Okay. All right. Let's get to the business at hand. You saw the movie Nope. It took over the box office this weekend, which was a little surprising, maybe because nobody knew anything about this movie. How did nobody? No, they knew about it. You think? It's Jordan Peele. It's, it's Jordan it's Peele. Big, big time. But when he was asked to tell people what it was about, he'd say nope. Well, yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's what he that's one of his things. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it, in the final trailer, you can tell what it's about, but it's about aliens. Okay. And okay. I will leave it at that. Okay. Well, I watched Get Out, and I didn't love it, so I probably won't see Nope. But you saw it. What'd you think? Out of the three Jordan Peele films to date, right. I would say this is my favorite. This is your favorite. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it? I did very much. Oh, my gosh. Really? Tell us why. Yep. Uh, there's a massive reveal that I'm not going to discuss because it ruins the whole point of the movie. Okay. But uh, the story was just really good. It's, it's a lot of a... Um, Love letter to um, the film industry in a lot of ways. The people that are the focus of the film 
are uh, animal wranglers, horse wranglers specifically. They've been doing it for generations, and it's just kind of a love letter for people that um, are work on film but are behind the camera known as crew. It's everyone other than the actors and the directors and the big names, and it's just... It's kind of nice to see people like that get a little appreciation. Granted, this is a horror movie. That's what I was going to say. This doesn't make sense to me. I wouldn't call it a big-time horror movie. There's horror movie elements in it. For me, it's more of a thriller. But uh, I I really, really enjoyed it. I am just shocked by this. Tell me, how many reels are you going to give it out of five? Oh, I, I only dropped it. A half a reel for one specific reason, but it's four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. What yep. was that one specific my, reason? My co-host also gave it four and a half. Okay. And Ma Henshaw, you will find out. She told me her rating already as okay. well. Okay. But so you know how uh, my former life, I was a photographer, or yes. I still kind of am. Yes. They have a scene where they're using a Polaroid camera, and it is just ridiculous. Oh, okay. I mean, there's there's no way anything would be that high a quality, and it would be that. Uh, yeah. I was just like, no. Yeah. Okay. You other than that, it. unbelievable. Other gotcha. than that, I liked. 99% of it. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 82%. Uh, 79% of Google users like the movie, so you're right there with them. Yep. Let's give your mother, Mahinsha, a call and uh, see what she thought. Right away. Got it. Good morning. Swamp Thing here. Good morning, Mahinsha. It's Lisa and Matt on Magic 99.1. What did you say? Swamp Thing? Yeah, I mean, it's just rain and mold and more rain and ew. (laughs) Well, look at you bragging about your rain. We haven't seen hardly any up here. Wait, you will. Okay, okay. (laughs) I I thought you were just calling yourself a monster. (laughs) Well, that I am, too. You're right. Nope, I won't agree with Uh, that one. Nope. Nope. (laughs) That's the movie we're talking about today. Tell me, Matt loved it. Did you love it as well, Ma? Yes, I did. You did. Except I had to have his translation on a few things, but then I'm visually challenged. Okay. But I thought it was great. I liked it. Not as good as Candyman, but darn good. Okay, very good. What specifically did you like about it? Oh, whiskers. Um, Matt, what what's what's uh Emerald's name? Uh she was fantastic. Emerald and, oh Kiki? Yeah, Kiki, that's yeah. it. Okay. Oh that, she that acting. Was, that girl was awesome. Really, really good. And uh, I just liked the whole plot of it. I thought it was creepy and scary, and it had a lot of oops, yell, you know, scary things. Jump scares. Yes. Yeah, jump scares. Yeah, that's what you call it. All right. It was good. If you like to have a movie that has jump scares, oh, that's it. Yeah, see, I kind of do like jump scares. But when I read about this movie, and it was about horse trainers on a movie set and aliens, I'm like, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you guys enjoyed it. How many cookies you giving it, Ma? I'll give it four. Four cookies, four out of five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you don't give it five because of why? Uh, because it's not quite as scary as I thought it would be, but it's scary. But it's scary. Okay. She yeah, wants more Yeah, it is horror. scary, yeah. but it wasn't as scary as Candyman. Yes. Uh, that one was, yikes, you know. Right. Yes. Okay. For, Very good. For being an 80-year-old grandmother of many, yeah. she uh, 
likes her scary films, which well, sure. freaks me out. Yeah, <laughs> freaks you out. <laughs> yeah. It, Were there any snores in the movie, Ma? Uh-oh, yes. Yes. How many? Uh, uh, well, Dave said three, but um, I know I fell asleep at the beginning, and he fell asleep at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you are people after my own heart. I love it. Ma Henshaw, thank you for reporting for us this morning on what station? 99.1 Magic, I remembered. Talk to you next week. <laughs> okay, well, have a good rainy week. Thank you, bye-bye. Bye. So, Matt, what are you going to be reviewing for us next week? So, there's not a whole lot coming out in the theaters uh, for this next week. We're going to watch the latest drop on Netflix called The Gray Man. The Gray Man. Yeah, it's a action spy thriller starring Chris Evans. Okay. Of uh, Captain America fame. Ooh, yes, Chris Evans. So, we know yeah. Chris. Okay, very good. We'll look forward to it. You guys check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Matt, thanks for coming in this morning. No, Lisa, thank you. You're, you're welcome.